Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. We'd like to formally welcome you to the rest home of old Joe. Welcome to Bidenville, everyone. All men and women created by... Go, you know the you know the thing. There's a man on the moon, or whatever you know, something, or you know, whether those aliens are here or not. I, I commuted for 36 years as president, vice president of the United States. A lot of the folks in Amtrak became my family. Not a joke. I was on the television. On television, I was on the telephone. Every time I hear hail the chief, wonder where the hell is he? <laughs> you think I'm joking? I'm not. Turn around and where, where's, where's the president? What, what, I can't remember it. I was in the, foot him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. For Secretary of Health and Education, I nominated Javier Bacaria. President Harris is a proud Howard alum. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. Kleptocracy. Yeah. Kleptocracy and club. The guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> and now, to give you a tour of Bidenville before your extended stay, here's John and Ken. It's the John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Champo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We haven't been to Bidenville in a while. We haven't been. It's probably been a couple of weeks. And you know, he's doing less of that kind of public speaking that we use all those clips from. It just right. seems like he's been doing it, and they're kind of keeping him under the radar a bit. Why would that be? Uh, <laughs> you heard that uh, montage there. You know, he had gone 223 days without sitting down for an interview with a news person. Is that right? He Two. also doesn't do those news conferences where you call no. on the reporters. He and doesn't do too many of those. That, to me, is the major evidence of dementia, is uh, they don't want him anywhere. Without, uh, you know, first of all, having to be shot up with the proper medication. Mm. And uh, but 223 days, that, that just never happens normally with a president in this country. Well, he was walking the floor of the Detroit Auto Show last week and talking to Scott Pelley for this 60 Minutes interview, which aired last night. 
We're going to start with the big clip that got all the attention this morning. This would be uh, clip number two because, uh, well, there's a certain buzz surrounding it. Here we go. Sir, are you committed to running again or are there certain conditions that have to be right? Look, if I were to say to you I'm running again, all of a sudden a whole range of things come into play that I have uh, requirements I have to change and move and do. In terms of election laws? In terms of election laws. Then it's much too early to make that kind of decision. I'm a great respecter of fate. And so what I'm doing is I'm doing my job. I'm going to do that job. And within the time frame that makes sense after this next election cycle here, going into next year, make a judgment of what to do. You say that it's much too early to make that decision. I take it the decision has not been made in your own head. Look, my intentions, I said to begin with, is that I would run again. But it's just an intention. But is it a firm decision that I run again? That remains to be seen. If this was 2018 and Trump were asked that question, do you think the answer would have been anything like that? No. Of course not. Of course no. not. Trump would be all full of, things are going great, people love me. Yeah, of course I plan to run again. No, at that uh, point. Not old Joe there. Boy, all the hedging about the paperwork. Was that, was that what he put in there? Listen, to file listen, paperwork? Listen to how tired and feeble he sounds. And anybody who says he's not, go and watch his old tapes. He used to be a fireball when he spoke. He had a tremendous amount of energy. He spoke with a with a booming voice, very forceful. It didn't always make sense, but that, you know there, there was a, there was there was a lot of life in there. This is a deflated tire. <laughs> okay, now uh, we'll move to clip number one. This one. Oh, and by the way, with regards to clip number two, the story that goes with it today. Uh, according to a couple of insiders, Newsom is definitely running for president if Biden does not. So we haven't heard from Kamala Harris yet, but supposedly she'll do the same thing. There's your, <laughs> there's your first two people. Kamala Harris. <laughs> yeah, that Newsom-Kamala Harris debate. Woo. <laughs> All right, let's uh, listen to uh, Biden talk about the pandemic. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example of it. Well, we knew that a long time ago that it was over. But hey, thanks for the confirmation. Thanks for the official confirmation. I mean, remarkably, he actually blames the pandemic for his low approval ratings. Really? <laughs> the pandemic? I thought it was Trump's Have you fault. looked at the inflation numbers? Oh, no. That's what's no, causing no. you he, to drag. They, he and his crowd, they're such a bunch of liars that the inflation is, is devastating his popularity. And they won't admit it even exists. I, I mean, it, it's, it's just psycho. And I mean, it's, it's like it's so tiresome. Everybody, everybody goes to the supermarket and they see stuff is up 10 and 20 percent uh, for all kinds of foods. And he sits there every day. Oh, really? It's not. It's like that's just what I mean. That's dementia. OK. Well, we can move to the inflation clip. Yeah, play the Cut inflation number four. Clip. Apparently, Pelly is... and uh, Biden get into it over inflation. Well, Let's hear how this is, went. He's just lying. Mr. President, as you know, last Tuesday, the annual inflation rate came in at eight point three percent. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster? Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just uh, 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 just an inch. 
Hardly at all. You're not arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, I'm not saying it's good news, but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not, you're, I, mean, I can make it sound like all of a sudden, <laughs> my God, it went to 8.2%. It's, it's been, the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that. But guess what we are? We're in a position where for the last several months it hasn't spiked. It has just barely, it's been basically even. And in the meantime, no. we created all these jobs and, and prices uh, have, have gone up, but they've come down for energy. The fact is that we've created 10 million new jobs we're in a sense we came to office. We're in a situation where we, the unemployment rate is about 3.7%, one of the lowest in history. We're in a situation where manufacturing is coming back to the United States in a big way. And look down the road. We have massive investments being made in computer chips and, and employment. So, I, look, this is a process. This is a process. <laughs> that's crazy talk. This is the process. I mean, it, it, and this, he created, created 10, million. 10 million jobs. No, that, Get out of here. That was the snapback after all the Democratic yeah, government shut lockdowns, down people's right. businesses. So when the lockdowns ended, all the, a lot of those jobs came back, but a lot of them didn't. That is such a load of horse manure. Good Lord. I'm so sick of hearing this stuff. Now, you know something? 8.2% uh, one month means it's 8.2% higher than a year ago, like a year ago August. And if it's 8.3 in September, that's a year ago September. It, 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 it means that in both months that the inflation rate is 8% more than a year ago. And, and, you, and you will and, – and now and – now, in, in August and September of this year with their 8% unemployment, I'm sorry, 8% inflation rate, that's a much higher floor for next year's numbers. So next year's numbers may be lower, but that doesn't mean the prices are going down. It means now those increases are on top of the 8%, which are going to be permanent in our lives. We're always going to pay 8% more than we did in 2021. Next year, we might be paying 4% or 6% more than now. But then add those two up, and you're really paying 14% more or 12% more. He, he, he's just absolutely crazy. Just <laughs> He's absolutely crazy. And, and that is not how you look at inflation numbers. And he knows that, and his, and his administration knows that. And there's nobody reasonable who, who uh, presents that type of argument. That is just pure propaganda. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken show, KFI. All right, well, we've been in Bidenville. We're talking about Joe being on 60 Minutes last night with the, the stiff Scott Pelley asking him mostly softball questions. One of the things that Biden declared, and we just played it a few minutes ago, was that the pandemic is over. It's a pretty good story in the National Review by Charles C.W. Cook that that admission by Biden that the pandemic is over is good reason to say then so is your idea of forgiving student loans because that was part of the justification for biden and the biden administration to give the student loan forgiveness that there was an ongoing emergency basically they twisted something from 2003 called the heroes act um which first of all they twisted to try to cover the covid 19 pandemic as an excuse uh, it was really about borrowers who were serving in the military after the 9-11 yeah. attacks. Yeah, it was That's fake. what the 2003 Heroes Act was. Yeah, it was but fake. the Biden administration twisted it to try to use it to cover student loan relief. And one of the guises that they used is that, well, we have an ongoing pandemic. But 
Joe just declared the pandemic over. So so should be his student loan forgiveness. So. He he claimed <coughs> also uh, as a reason to uh, loosen Trump's border restrictions uh, that that the border restrictions were imposed in part because of COVID. And he claimed in trying to loosen the border restrictions that COVID is not a problem anymore. He then switched sides in order to in, in order to, to uh, sign this student loan relief order. And now he's right. switched sides again in the interview with Scott Pelley. Right. It, it, it depends on what the day is and what the issue is. Sometimes he thinks there is a pandemic. Sometimes he doesn't think there's a pandemic. Of course, whatever suits your argument. To, 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 uh, to, uh, uh, to justify the student loans, well, there was a pandemic. To, uh, there is a pandemic is what he was saying. He just did that a couple weeks ago. Right. Now it's over. It's over again, yeah. It was over. It's back. It's over. It, 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 that's what I'm saying. It, I don't know why anybody bothers to interview him or record anything he says or even debate it afterwards. Yeah, it's he's, our obsession with the top politicians. Because he's he's like Cam, Kamala Harris or Newsom. They're just random word generators. They just say <laughs> stuff. Doesn't have any meaning. Half the stuff they, they issue their, or their proclamations on, not even legal. <laughs> they had a picture the Daily Mail did. Joe apparently was stuck in the 14th row of the church today at the Queen's uh, funeral. Behind the Polish president. Look at that. Uh, oh, he didn't behind really the Polish much. president? Yeah, right. One row behind the Polish president. Oh, yes. Good. Should be. So the headline was, what? What special relationship did you have with the royal family? Polish have <laughs> stuck you in the 14th row. They, they, uh, they uh, let him off the bus, though. He, he was supposed to take the bus. Oh, yeah. They were supposed to, all the leaders were supposed to no, take a bus. No, and, and the United States insisted that Biden be allowed to uh, like drive. Like Well, Well, in, in the special armored car called the Beast. They loaded right, on the a, beast because Trump was in the beast. Yeah, they loaded on a C seventeen cargo plane and then they unload it. And I guess it's it's bomb proof, missile proof. So he and took that to the to the cathedral. Or he the church, took that getting around whatever whatever obligations. Oh he had. no, they were supposed to load all the dignitaries on a bus. Other so they could control all the traffic. No other lesser dignitaries. Got to oh, then that's to probably why he got the fourteenth right. row. Yeah, that that's bad. what you want to do. You're sitting in the back. That's retaliation. Yeah. Oh. He fell asleep anyway. <laughs> he probably did. Some of the coverage headlines were ridiculous today. They were trying to they were trying to analyze all the expressions of the dopey royal kids and grandkids to figure out it's just stupid. I, I first of all, funerals, you know, kind of perfunctory and kind of boring. So they had to come up with all of these angles for stories. And I was just reading the headlines and what did they wear? What kind of jewels were they wearing? What kind of facial expressions did they make? You know what? If you're actually worried about the stuff, you really ought to seriously consider an exit bag because your life you has had to get up at like 1 a.m. No... to watch this live. And I think some people did. Something like oh, that. I woke up in the middle of the night, like 320. Yeah. Guess who's next to me watching? Well, I hope it would be your wife. It was. <laughs> and she go and I, I got I up. Thought you might say Ray. Or I got up. 
that was a that was a That'd bad a really night weird out. dream. That was a really bad night out. I woke up next to Ray, and he's watching. He's watching the, the royal funeral. funeral. I was like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smoking that again. Woo! Oh, uh, she got up to watch that live. She she was watching it, and I I got up to go to the bathroom, and I looked at her, and she goes, Yeah, yeah, I know, I'm watching it. I don't get it. I I, I don't. It's a girl thing. Nah, I mean, I know plenty of girls. I didn't hear any of them talking well, about this. But. It's not all girls, but <laughs> all the people who watch it who really care are girls. Hmm. All right. Well, I, I guess mean, we... <laughs> none of my buddies are watching it. Uh, Ray didn't watch it. So Ray, Ray didn't watch it. No. no, he's a good test. He's a good test of male interests. Uh, so sometime uh, next month, guess what's coming to people in California, the gas tax relief money. I'm sorry, not gas tax, gas price relief. They'll never give us relief for gas taxes because they believe we ought to pay those. But they're going to give $9.5 billion one-time payments up to 1050 bucks for some families. It'll start next month and carry into January of next year. And, of course, they timed it for October because people vote in the elections. That's right. really what it's all about. Oh, he doesn't they act like, oh, we have to get this together. No, they just he, timed it. He, he doesn't have any opponents. So It's a vote bribe. Yeah. It's kind of weird the Republicans didn't nominate anybody this year. Nobody nobody won the primary. There's no uh, there's no opponent. Well, there is a guy, yes. Hmm? No, no, there isn't. State Senator Brian Dolly. No, he doesn't exist. In fact, they're going to debate. Did you see that? Newsom's agreed to debate him. So you, you think there'll be an empty podium next to Newsom? Uh, I think there'll be two empty podiums there. <laughs> Newsom's empty too. Is that the, the most, empty suit will stand Is that there. the most useless debate? So 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 this this Dolly doesn't run a campaign. The entire well, no, he has no money. He has no money. So the whole, the whole everybody, but he finished second. That's the only reason he's there on the on the ballot. He has no money because nobody everybody thought he was a loser, so nobody was going to waste money yeah, uh, donating because to him. People in California, they didn't try to do something different like Michael Schellenberger. Instead, oh, I always vote Republican. Whatever's left yeah. of those people, and they voted for this guy, and he got enough right. to be second. Schellenberger got three percent because the other six guys wiped out in that stupid uh, recall election. Oh, you're talking about Kevin Faulkner and yeah, John Kevin, Cox Kevin, and yeah, well, Cox. Not a good candidate. Larry Elder was a disaster. I thought Faulkner had the goods. But, uh, you know, he didn't decide to run again because he got 6%. So nobody wanted to give him money. There's no point. Yeah, no. They, I, I mean, it, I, I wish they would disband the Republican Party. I, we, we, no, really, they should we got to start over with Surrender, something new. resign, everybody fall on their swords, sell, sell the party, whatever it takes, and you got to start over. Yeah. got to start over with uh, some kind of opposition to this. Some sort of, and I hate to use the word middle, but, you know, that's why we supported Michael Schellenberger, who was considered progressive left, but understood all the problems with that. And I, I want somebody. He doesn't come with all the Trump stench that people hate and just who, naturally just who, to cling who, to fighting who, against. Who and, can intelligently explain that if we build nuclear plants, we're not going to have any problem generating energy and it's not going to contribute greenhouse gases. If somebody says we'll, we'll build desalination plants up and down the coast, we don't have to worry about having a water shortage. Start, start, with, start with those two issues, because if we don't have energy and we don't have water, we don't have an, a civilization here. Exactly. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, Trump said, if I were president, they wouldn't have sat me back there. Oh, at the funeral? Yeah, that Biden got sat 14 rows back. Oh, no. Wouldn't happen to me.
Yeah, that's a reason to want Trump back, isn't it? Right. You know, so he can get a better seat at some big head of state's funeral. Or <laughs> Oh, by the way, the one thing, you know, because... Apparently this... his approval numbers are dropping too, Trump. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think he has served his usefulness. He had, I'll tell you what, what my big issue is. Two years, he hasn't said one thing about the issues that I care about. Two years. Everything has <laughs> been a, stolen election, a stupid right? stolen election. Uh, two years, I can't, I'm not interested anymore. I know, he's been doing some rallies, and I don't know what he's been talking. I just see a couple of headlines at rallies, but... Well, he's, he's preaching this stolen election nonsense. You know, he's still, I, okay. But there's so much good stuff. You know, I know. Biden's uh, dementia, the inflation. Yeah. Right? I, Even the is. debacle in Afghanistan from last year. I mean, you could come up with so many things. The border? He's not talking about the border? No, he's not talking about anything except the stolen election. That's, I mean, the migrant buses, that was a brilliant idea. I, you know, maybe that's why he doesn't want to talk about it, because one of his possible opponents has got that cornered, right. DeSantis. Yeah, so. well, DeSantis has actually uh, taken action on the issues that uh, make people crazy. Ah. He's doing what Trump did uh, six years ago. He is. I don't think he's the type, though, that can have a rally and get people worked up because, uh, you know, he's no. good with the quips. But No, he, he can't put on the show. That remains to be seen whether or not he can get people emotionally involved. That's going to be the big difference. I tell you, that's what does it. That's what did it for Obama, and that's what did it for Trump. It's not so much uh, up here in the brain. It's just getting people emotionally wrapped in, in your candidacy. Yeah. It's, I don't well, know. Where is, it, where is that located in the body if it's not in the brain? <laughs> uh, the only thing that did Trump in was there were enough people that said we had enough of you. Right. <laughs> and there were in 2016. Uh, listen to this one. You have many places around the country... Trying to figure out what to do with homelessness. The answer is simple. Make them responsible for their own lives. That's it. I'm going to drop the mic and walk away. (laughs) That's my solution. Enough with coddling, enabling, blaming housing prices. Tell people to get their act together. That's it. Whatever that takes. Do, you know, alcohol rehabilitation, drug rehabilitation, whatever you got to do, you got to go do it. It's up to you. We've had enough with you uh, lying there in your waist. So Denver, Denver, Colorado, guess what they're going to do? They're going to try a pilot program for a uh, basic universal income. They're going to give 140 people. Oh, my God. Even the even Fox News used experiencing homelessness. I noticed the same thing. Why is Fox? God, what happened to their style book? Someone there should say we never say that. Or is it? How about 140 homeless people? You know, I, I not I, experiencing. I bet you they poached an Associated Press story. Oh, maybe. Well, they're going to give them a thousand dollars cash a month for up to one year. So that's twelve thousand dollars to quote possibly lift them out of homelessness. Lift is a good word. What? What? What's that going to do? Are they going to spend it on drugs and alcohol and uh, whatever yeah, else? That's what I don't get do. it. That, that, are there any, are there any restrictions well, on this? You might as well just give them a, a free bag of meth. Because the idea behind basic income is that there are no restrictions. You just give the... And supposedly they spend it on paying off their debt. Oh, yeah. Because they're going to make good financial decisions with that $1,000. They $1, pay their rent. Wait, homelessness don't have rent. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they give you $1,000 on the 1st of October. Now what are you supposed to do? God. Oh, my God. You're you right. They must have pilfered this story. Direct cash assistance will be provided to, to, to listen to, this, to more than 140 women, transgender, and gender non-conforming individuals. What does that mean? 
They now language is used in a basic news story. Well, these are people I, that don't want to be identified as male or female. What is that? Who cares? Well, they're out there. There's not a lot of them. But, but I, they why, are out there. why is that the description? They're they're homeless. They they have mental uh, illness and they have drug addiction. What they what they feel sexually on the inside is completely irrelevant here. This sounds why, like the only thing they're not including in this is men. Ah. It's women, transgender, well, and gender nonconforming, and families and shelters. Yeah. No. 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 Well, no, because because guys will blow the money. <laughs> I guess that's why they did this. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's a $2 million contract that they got from the American Rescue Plan Act. Wasn't that supposed the American Rescue Plan Yeah, Act? which one was that? The well, That was one of those COVID uh, cash dumps. <laughs> so they're going to do this for a year and see if it works. Nothing, I have a not, feeling it's so not going to work. If you have schizophrenia, you could give them 1000 You can give them 10000 a month. It's not going to change anything. If, if, they, if they've got a severe drug addiction to heroin or, or fentanyl or methamphetamines, that's not going to help. It's just going to give them money to buy more drugs or more booze. But what's wrong with everybody? It's the a problem, $2 million dollar contract with something called the Denver Basic Income Project. The so. issue is not the money. The issue is not housing. It's what's going on inside their heads. Because if you right somehow there's a break with reality where the less the rest of us deal with these economic setbacks by figuring it out. Instead, we have this crowd of people that are they have this break and they just go park, they just go camp in the park. People who are sane and not addicted, most of them you could strip away everything they have and throw them out on the street, and in a short period of time, they will figure out how to get shelter, how to get food, how to get work. Assuming they don't have mental illness and they don't have an addiction. Yeah, that, that would be, I, I mean, I, that's exactly what would happen. People would, would, in a matter of days, figure it out. Right. They'd go to a friend's house. They'd go to a family house. They'd go uh, apply for a job. They would know where to get uh, the free food or the cheap food. There's, this, this is ridiculous. I, and I have no idea... Out of the billions and billions and billions they spend, they never get around to spending it on the mental health centers or the addiction centers. They just don't do it. But my question the, is, even if they did do that, what if the homeless don't want to go in there? Uh, again, right. and you, you conservatorship is the other part of this I didn't even get into, but I just said we got to make them responsible for themselves instead of all of us trying to do everything for them that they don't want to do. Well, you, you need something like conservatorship, too, for the ones who are in such bad shape that they have no idea what's going on in the right. world. Right, and force them into treatment. Because you can build all the treatment centers you want, but if they won't go there and you can't compel them there, it's worthless. You're correct. It's that a has waste to be part of two. money. We, if we built all the centers, the law has to be you have to go. You have to go. You have to go. Or at least you have to disappear from uh, stinking up you, the, the public places. You get out of town. And you're get never, off the beach, get off the sidewalks, get out of the parks. And every, I don't care where you go. If you Like you like to say, John, go into the desert, high up in the woods, mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. And every day they have to be rousted. If, if there was a city, and most cities run this way, if they see somebody uh, splayed out on the pavement, right, and he tries to build a tent, it's like, no, no, you can't do that. Keep going. Uh, I have a constitutional right. No, no, you don't. Not here. <laughs> Constitution doesn't apply on this block. Go keep moving. Keep, and every time you see him, keep moving. Got to keep moving. If you did that on day one with everybody, it never takes root. And if you don't believe me, go drive through Beverly Hills.
Yeah. And we learned that a lot of that happened in Culver City, too. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a dollar for every homeless person you find in a tent in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Because, yeah. The, because as soon as they see one, it's like, uh, I'm, you can't do that. Here, we'll take you somewhere to get help. Well, I don't want help. Well, you can't do that. All right. And I should Not also hard. Uh, put an asterisk next to my Culver City remark because that's the way it used to be. The story that still sticks with me, about a year later, is the Culver City, I guess the city council kind of changed there. Remember what they want to do? There's like a big homeless encampment yeah. underneath one of the overpasses <laughs> on a sidewalk. They're building a cutout for people to walk around and taking away parking spaces so people can walk around the homeless encampment on the sidewalk to continue their way to wherever they're going. I, I, I still can't get over that story. They're taking away parking to build a pedestrian cutout yeah. so they can walk around the homeless on the sidewalk that they should be allowed to walk on. Because it's Who a, would do that in their right mind? It's a sick religious cult that worships vagrants, mentally ill people, and addicts more than normal people. It is. Yeah. It's a sick cult. We always get the same old answer. Well, they have nowhere else to go. It's, you know, they got answers. They got a million answers. It's all nonsense. It's answers that nobody would have even, everybody would be in would be ashamed to offer you in any other time in our lives. Now, one other uh, quick homeless story, because it's hard to believe. We've mentioned recently that Portland is having a real problem with the homeless, They're particularly since they're coming closer to, like, suburban homes. And we have a story of a, uh, well, a woman in, in Portland named Kelsey Smith. She lives in northeast Portland. She found a homeless woman lying amongst clothing on top of her son's bed. Somehow this homeless woman got into the house and parked herself on her son's bed. She thought her husband was playing a joke on her. But after her dogs continued to bark, she realized, eh, probably not. She called 911. They took a 54-year-old woman into custody, Lynn Zinzer. And guess what the woke DA did? Nothing. Released. Oh, oh he's super woke. Mike Schmidt? Yeah. No, he, he's... he's uh, no, I'd never heard of he's, him. He's he? extreme. Beyond Gascon? Uh, possibly, yes. Wow. He apparently also got elected in 2020 after the whole uproar over the awakening. Oh, uh, yeah. Zero bail released. I mean, I'm sure it's just a woman half out of her mind that wandered into the oh, house. Well, and, oh. did, you, did you see the uh, the photo? Yeah, they have surveillance shot? video yes. of her climbing into the bed. Yeah, More than half out of her mind. I would say at, at least 80% out of her mind. She's been arrested a number of times for theft, attempted robbery and burglary, and also sneaking into people's homes. Wow, that's 54. Boy, that's Good thing the a, kid wasn't in the bed at the time, though, I take it, right? That has been, that's a rough 54. Now, <laughs> you look at her, she's, she's got some brain dysfunction. Yes. Okay, look at her eyes. Look at the expression on her face. That's somebody who is suffering some kind of brain damage, either naturally or from all the drugs and booze that she took in. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. Coming up after 5 o'clock, it is official. Today was the day that the woman that used to run the USC School of Social Work did plead guilty to bribing Mark Ridley Thomas, the former Los Angeles City Councilman, and before that, when this all happened, an L.A. County supervisor. This is about steering contracts to USC School of Social Work in return for some favors from this woman, Marilyn Flynn, concerning scholarships for Ridley Thomas's dud son and a position with a nonprofit. We'll talk about all this in the 5 o'clock hour, but the plea was officially entered, the guilty plea. 
and we'll bring you all that news. Plus, Gavin Newsom, who's been complaining about governors busing migrants to some of the U.S. big cities, including Chicago and New York, did a little busing of his own when he was mayor of San Francisco. Can you can you take a guess who he was busing out of the city? He was busing homeless people out of the city. Yeah, well, how about that? We'll get into all this. They're all fakes. They're all phonies. They're all phonies. Fakes, phonies, and frauds. For those of you who believe in certain things like fate, September 19th, we now have had another big earthquake in Mexico on that exact date. Thousands of people were killed on September 19th, 1985. 350 people died in an earthquake September 19th, 2017. And today, a 7.6 earthquake. Fortunately, it happened in a largely unpopulated area of the country. It has killed at least one person. But people are really shook up there about the date now. What is it about September 19th? Nothing. It's just a coincidence. It's a coincidence, but three times in, you know, 35, 30 years? Uh -huh. weird. Yeah, right. But, yeah. but well, yeah, but that, that, that will happen. Well, that will happen every, on the planet, yes. Every, every, yeah, there's probably other circumstances like that. Plus, we don't even know, four and a half billion years, how many other earthquakes happened before we started tracking records. Right. So... And the other disaster concerns this hurricane, which hit the Dominican Republic in Puerto Rico. They're without power in Puerto Rico, and uh, uh, they had just had a hurricane a few years ago that was devastating. So more of that's still going on. Um, you might be familiar, John, with Beyond Meat, Beyond, which you would never touch, I'm sure. What did I have that one time? Did you try one of those? Remember the meat they, substitute products? Uh, when we uh, did... Uh, at, uh, White House restaurant. Oh, you're right. Did you have Impossible? For the, for, for the Katarina's Club fundraiser. Yeah, I think you had, I don't know which they, one you had. You guys There's played like a prank company. on me. That's right. He served you some sort of supposed burger that was... That was not a burger. ...substitute. And I fell for it for a few seconds, but then there was this really awful aftertaste. Like, I bit into it, and it was okay. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, what was that? Well... We knew that because Chef Bruno cooked it for you, you probably were going to compliment because that's what people do no matter how bad the food is. They always thank their host, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think at first you were like your usual, just in, you were just in robot form. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> the um, the uh, COO, Chief Operating Officer of Beyond Meat, is in a bit of trouble and it has sort of a strange... Oh, how would you put it? Meat twist? Apparently, uh, he bit a man's nose. Mm. He apparently had attended, well, it was a football game. Arkansas beat Missouri State. Ooh. So it was in the yeah. parking garage after the game at Razorback Stadium. There's a rivalry. He apparently had an encounter with another driver as they were both trying to pull out. A Subaru inched his way in front of this man's Bronco. So this man, by the way, his name is Doug Ramsey. He got out of his car and um, he punched through the back windshield of the Subaru. The owner got out and he stated that this man, Ramsey, again, the COO of Beyond Meat, pulled him in close and started punching his body and then bit his nose, ripping <laughs> the flesh of the tip of his nose off. Oh, no. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like a Mike Tyson thing. Remember Mike Tyson bit the ear? Bit tip the off ear of? off, yeah. Yeah. So he actually bit the tip off? Yep. A, <laughs> the victim and a witness reported hearing that Ramsey was going to kill the owner of the Subaru. You talk about road rage. And you know, this happens. Wait, wait, I've gone guy. to Rams games when people are trying to get out of the parking lot and it gets crazy sometimes because it's very frustrating when you're stuck and you feel like you can't move and then somebody tries to cut in front of you. Yeah, people are ready to kill, especially if they're drunk. Well, yeah. I mean, what, what's uh, the blood alcohol content to Ramsey? Uh, don't have that. I got to think you got to be really loaded to get out of a car, smash somebody's window, and then bite his nose off. And in fact, I don't even think that's booze. That's got to be something else. But again, beyond meat, he's not supposed to have a taste for. Well, looks like he has a taste human for human beings. Are exactly meat. Well, they are kind of meat. Yeah, human cannibal. Meat. Yeah, he missed the he missed the feeling. He missed the taste. Yeah. <laughs> he, that's exactly right. He's had too much of his own product, and he wanted to try something. <laughs> right. Yeah. This guy looks that tasty. was close to real beef. <laughs> Nose cartilage. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken show and Mark Runner has the news. KFI AM six forty. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.